Episode 336 of the BizTalk podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I am editor Kirk Seminoff. The Wichita real estate family lost one of its kings this week, Nestor Wigand Jr., who in 1983 became CEO of J.P. Wigand & Sons, the company his grandfather began in 1902, died Wednesday at the age of 84 after an illness. Herb Krumsick, who worked with Nestor for 50 of the 62 years Nestor was with the company, joins me on this week's podcast to talk about his friend and company leader. Herb joins me in just a minute. But first, here's a look at what's in this week's print edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Our cover story this week is about keeping talented professionals of color here in Wichita to work and live. We tell the stories of a handful of professionals who either moved here or have lived their entire lives here, and we look at the resources they use to help them get started. We also talk with leaders of those organizations to see why it's important they have success. The cover story begins on page 14. Our list this week is commercial construction projects. We list the largest projects out there, tell you who's building them, and how much space they'll be taking up. The list is on page six. Our Career Women program is for the upcoming year has kicked off and you can get to know them all, more than 50, beginning on page 20. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly lead section. We list bankruptcies, real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 38. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Herb Krumsick just marked 50 years with J.P. Wigand and Sons, and of course he knew and worked with Nestor Wigand Jr. all that time. Nestor died on Wednesday at the age of 84. Herb, thanks for joining me to talk about Nestor's life. Oh, that's good. It's sure a pleasure to be here. <laughs> I go back 50 years with Wigand. I, I'm wondering about your first memories of, of meeting Nestor. You'll get a kick out of this. Uh, Wigands only had, uh, in commercial, uh, Mike Wigand and Nestor were the only people that were at, in commercial. And J.P. Wigand, uh, there were more signs. It looked like a Wichita signboard. <laughs> and so I was working for Garvey, and Nestor and called me, and, and uh, anyway, we had interviewed him, and I was going to be the first salesman that ever worked at Wigan's. So uh, I go in, and I, I interview with Nestor Sr., Mike, and Nestor Jr., and I got to tell you, Nestor Sr. was a piece of work, and, and this is no joke. The first year I worked there, he made like 220 deals. Now, let me tell you the way he did that. First, people had so much respect for him they wouldn't cross him, if that makes sense. Right. And next, he did handshake deals. Now, this is no joke. He would call like Mick Michaelis. He'd say, Mick, Don Langer's got a warehouse. Do you want to buy it? And they they make a deal over the phone. Mm -hmm. And he would tell Mick and Don Langer to meet a title company in five days. You didn't do environmental. You didn't do anything else. Well, he, the, the con he wouldn't do a contract. So you'd go there and you'd get a closing statement. And, I mean, it was... It was unheard of, but everybody had so much respect for him 
but you know, they didn't cross him. So anyway, I'm sitting at this interview and Nestor, and Nestor Jr. is the one that's wanting me to come in. Senior is really not wanting the competition. So uh, Nestor Sr. says, what do you know about farm ground? I said, well, I'm from Pittsburgh, Kansas, sir, but I don't know anything about farm ground. He said, I heard it's very good to work on. <laughs> so, so we got what's called pocket listings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you get a listing, you know you can sell it. You don't turn it in. Nestor Sr. had more pocket listing than anybody in the world. I'd sit he's selling all these buildings, and I don't even heard of them. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, see, and I know I'm digressing from Junior, but... So anyway, they hired me, and Nestor Jr. was the top residential salesman in Wichita forever. And so he came down, and we both did commercial uh, at the same time. And uh, it was a hoot. And i, I got to tell you, I think I made uh, maybe like 75 grand working at Garvey's, which was a lot. I came to and, and I did, I'm a great cold caller. I mm -hmm. had a list of everybody in town, and I cold called them all the time. I was, and and I don't mind doing that. I bet the first year I worked with Wygant, I didn't make one cold call. I just answered the phone, and I made over a hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, it was like I died and went to heaven. I could, I bought myself a new Thunderbird, and <laughs> I was on King Cole. And I guess that's just from the reputation that Wygan had, and they were just a little bit better than everybody at that time. You know, I, I got to tell you, this is, and very truthfully, Wygan's instilled in me that the customer's first. Right. And you subordinate your interest to the customer. And, and we really, without Kenya, that's what we did. I mean, it wasn't even a question. And I was... I grew up in a strict Catholic family in Pittsburgh, Kansas, and I was very, I'm very idealistic. I just fell in love with the quality of people they were. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just, it was beyond belief. So what, what was it about them that just, you know, cause you've, you've said they were, they were the highest class people and, and, and that was for people who never met them. What, what goes into that? Well, I don't know how to explain this, but, um, Mr. Senior's wife was unbelievable. This is Senior. And, and they had an air about them of, of not affluence, of not anything else, just of being so straight. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't know how to put it in words, but, but I really mean this. They just had a way of projecting, you know, that this is the way it is. And, and to be honest with you, that's why Nestor Sr. was beyond belief as far as realtors. But that was why, and I'll give you an example. One time I did a deal, and uh, I got feedback later that I was doing it with one realtor, and, or I was doing it with one principal, and I was working at, at, at Garvey's at the time. Well, they called Nestor Sr. to see if the deal was okay. He was approving my deals. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? And, and, and I'll tell you, very fair. Uh -huh. you know, I mean, he'd tell you, he would, you know, he didn't mind making the deal. You make the deal, anything else. But I couldn't believe that. <laughs> was it a, a thing where Nestor Jr. just, the apple doesn't far, fall oh, far from the tree from let Sr.? Me, let me tell you this. He... he uh, first, he was my best friend. 
And uh, he had a quality that was so unique. I, I would tell you this, without kidding you, I think he was in the top 1%. And I'm saying this from my heart. I mean, this guy, I, I saw him in several circumstances over 50 years. We were in bad deals. He was in a divorce. He was running for governor. He was doing all this. Without Kenya, I never once did he take the low road. And mm -hmm. I, I really, what I'm saying is that's so unique. And, uh, you know, as a friend, he was always there. He was, and, and he was just so unique. And as I say, to be honest with you, he did get it from, from his family. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, I don't know, I, would, I can't tell you, I can't say enough nice things about him. So how does a family, in a way that a family acts, uh, influence a company that they own? Did they, were they heavy-handed in saying integrity is first? Because that's one thing that Nestor has always talked about is integrity. But how did he get everybody that worked for him to, to realize that? Let me tell you this. I don't think he needed to say it. Right. We never talked about, well, we, you know, we did talk about putting the customer first. But both he and his dad were such, the word's class. And you, if you were around them, you know, they just exuded, you know, you do it this way. And, and it's such a wonderful atmosphere uh, because, you know, you know that we're not covering up any sins. And by the way, everybody makes mistakes. But as a general statement, they're just, they, all, their ultimate thing was trying to be fair and trying to be honest and trying to be upfront. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and so I think it was more, I don't know how to say it, it was just their demeanor and their way uh, that was so impressive. Mm -hmm. You mentioned running for governor. That was in 1990. You ran in the GOP primary against Mike Hayden, who was the incumbent. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know Nestor one one-hundredth of what you know, Nestor, but he did not appear to be a politician. Did that? It didn't come naturally to him, did it? Well, I, no, and he wasn't going to be a politician in the sense that he was going to live by his moral and ethical standards, and he wasn't going to do uh, what many politicians might do to win. And uh, there was one circumstance, and I'm going to camouflage it a little, where he got a call from some very influential people, and they said, well, if you'll vote for this, We'll throw our our, um, our political weight behind you. But what they asked, were asking for, in his opinion, it wasn't illegal, but it, but it, it just didn't smell too good, in his opinion. Mm -hmm. He turned it down immediately. Mm -hmm. He just said, you know, and actually he might have won the race had he done that. But it, it, he was never one um, to, what do I want to say? He... He knew where he was going to be and what he was going to say just all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and, if, and if something came, he came across something that didn't ring right, he didn't agree with it. Mm -hmm. Talk about the dynamic between the two brothers. Michael, who died in 2014, mm -hmm. was, was the older brother. Older. Uh, were they competitive? How, how did they work as brothers in, in real estate? You know, Mike, Mike uh, was in retail. 
-hmm. and retails them. And he worked with Mel Simon, built the malls, all that. Uh, so Mike really wasn't, he was in his own world. And I mean, that was just the way it was. And so we very seldom did retail. Mike did the retail and we did everything else. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I wouldn't say they were real competitive to speak of. They were close and they did watch each other's back. Mm -hmm. But, it, but it, it was, as you say, it was like two different worlds. Uh, and, you know, there's various classes of real estate. And if you're going to work in retail on a high level, that's, that's especially. Mm -hmm. And Mike did good at it. Good. Um, what were some of Nestor's biggest deals over the years that, that stand out to you? You know, he would never want me saying this. Uh, his biggest deals were the thousands of deals he did as a principal investing out of town and all that. Mm -hmm. He was a, uh, I've never met a person that was more a dealaholic. And I got to tell you, and this is interesting because uh, I, uh, when I invest, or, which is what I do now, uh, I am very uh, due diligence conscious. I mean, I check everything. I do the numbers three times. Uh, I'll never forget Nestor um, at Hydraulic and Central. There's a gymnasium. Mm -hmm. And on probably 30 years ago, he, he called me and said, Herb, this gymnasium, they'll sell it, you know, for nothing. They don't know what to do with it. And I want to buy it. And I go, Nestor, what are you going to do with the gymnasium? He says, I don't know. I said, I'm out. I'm out. He buys it. And he gets the gymnastic club in there for 30 years. <laughs> I mean, and I'm going, what is he doing? He's lost his mind. And what I was going to tell you, that, that this is a learning deal. Nestor, Nestor's pretty much sole decision on when to invest was the quality of the people. Mm -hmm. And what I'm telling you, that's what that was it. If he had a real quality guy that had a deal, he was horrible at due diligence. He didn't hardly do it. And I want to tell you, in the long run, he made a lot more money than I did. And, and they say, I... He, he had he threw two or three deals at me, and my brain just doesn't work that way. Uh -huh. I mean, you know, I don't know the guy. I mean, I I got to do all these, and he says we're going to go with this one. Huh? And so, so I will tell you a funny one. I was a broker for fifteen years, and in the last thirty-five years, I've been an investor, and with with very prominent people here in Wichita, putting up the money because I didn't have that much money, and. Uh, he would go in my deals, but I wouldn't go in many his, but he did better than I did. <laughs> so so that's, that's, that's really a learning experience there. Uh -huh. Talk about his national and international name, because he went far beyond Kansas in terms of leading organizations and, and, and being a part of the real estate community, didn't he? Well, see, a lot of people don't know this. He was president of the Wichita Board. He was president of the Kansas Association. He was president of the National Association of Realtors, which is 1.1 million. And then he was international president. Mm -hmm. and, uh, he, um, and he stayed active in NAR, the National Association forever, and, and all of them. And uh, 
But he he's probably one of the top 20 people in, in the world as far as having an effect on, on other people. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you a cute story. Uh, and Nestor, I will tell you, he very, he would, he was not braggadocious, but one night we were out drinking and he told me this story. He was running for the international presidency and he was flying all over the world interviewing with people. And he got an invitation to come meet Mr. Mitsubishi in Japan. And so he says, I had no clue why he wanted to meet me. So I fly to Japan. He said, they picked me up in the limousine. We go to this building. And he said, Herb, it was a real tall building. And he said, this guy had an office and a, a, a dining room that was so huge. I mean, it was half the floor. So he goes in, and, and obviously he's got an interpreter, and Mr. Mitsubishi's got an interpreter. Finally, you know, after about a half an hour, he asked the the interpreter, he said, now, is there anything specific that Mr. Mitsubishi would like to talk about? So he says, yes, he would. So the guy explained to him, he said, Mr. Mitsubishi is 75 years old. He's trying to be the international president. And he, and he knows you're, you know, in the running. And he said, uh, his concern is that if, if you get it, you know, he won't be able to get it. And Nestor said, I'll drop out today. Now, now this is a true story. Mm-hmm. I will drop out today. I will withdraw my name. He withdraws his name. Mr. Mitsubishi gets it. Are you ready for this? Mr. Mitsubishi goes all over the world telling everybody on those nice Nestor White. <laughs> I mean, they just, you understand, he goes, oh my God, you know, this guy from Wichita. And uh, it is really cute because then Nestor got the next year or two. And uh, I don't know, he, but he was, he brought such class mm-hmm. to the event. And, you know, you could just tell it. You could just, it, it, they just, you know, you could feel it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he had a ball doing all that stuff. I never, I got to be honest with you, uh, I didn't quite ever realize why he would spend so much time, but he gave back more than anybody in the real estate industry. Right. I, I'm curious, you know, he got into the, into the industry in, in the early 60s, and he was in it for, you know, 60 years. Uh is, did you find that he was able to adapt with the times, or was there much adapting to do? You know, again, I'm going to tell you that when people have an image and, and they're transparent, he didn't have to adapt too much because everybody knew who he was, and they still came to him, and it just worked out, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he was taking the high road, and, and that, that attracts people. And, and no, he, uh, I don't know how much to talk about this, but uh, Nestor Wygand Sr. never wanted uh, to have a big company. He never really wanted to hire me or other people. And uh, so we had, when I went to work, we had like four residential people uh, we were on Main, 110 North Main, I think. And then I was the only commercial. Mm-hmm. Well, Nestor could see that the market was going to grow, so he bought a, a house at Woodlawn and Central, right off the corner. And so he moved residential out there. 
And he only expanded it to four offices and everything. And to be candid with you, he did that mostly on his own, and he didn't own the majority of the company, Senior did, but he knew where he wanted the company to go, and uh, he that's, that's what he did. And you mentioned where the company goes, and now when your leader for the past 40, 50 years is no longer there, I think it's curi- people are curious, so, you know, what's ahead for Wygand? What, what do you think? Let me let me tell you this, and I believe this to be true. I'm 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 pretty doggone sure. He's given the majority the voting stock mainly to Ness, his son, who's in London. Ness is exceptionally successful. He runs a fund, and uh, he does it all over Europe, and he also invests in America. And I'm talking big dollars, mm-hmm. you know, big dollars. And so Ness is going to be running the company. And in a lot of ways, uh, that's probably positive because as we get older, we're not as aggressive. We're not as, you know, we're thinking about other things. Uh, So Ness is going to come in and I think his son Jonathan is working and he'll participate. But I I will tell you an interesting one. Nestor's son Ness is a chip off the old block. He's a very, very unique person. And I mean, I, I don't say this lightheartedly. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you, if you meet him, this guy is solid. And so I think from that aspect, uh, sounds goofy, but young leadership, good people, you know, it's going to be fine. When we go through all of our old uh, WBJ stories where Nestor is speaking about the industry or his business or something, the word he uses over and over is integrity. How did he treat people over the years? i got to think that he was as kind as it could be. You know, without kidding you, uh, Nestor had more class than anybody I've met in my life. And if you were around him, you could detect it. And to tell you that he treated people fairly is an understatement. It just wasn't in his DNA to get weird, to, you know, his DNA was so positive. And uh, I don't know, I'll sure miss him a lot. And uh, as I, I know, I don't think I will ever meet, and I mean this very sincerely, a more solid class person than Mm-hmm. And I mean that from my heart. Yeah. We have heard that from so many people in the follow-up stories that we've done. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a loss. I think there are, there are real estate legends in this town. I would include you in that. But there are real estate kings, too. And I think Nestor might have been one of those very few kings or, or queens that is at the top of the profession. So, Herb, thanks so much for joining me. It's been a treat listening to you talk about Nestor. Thanks for being here. God bless you. <laughs> That's it for Biz Talk this week, episode 336. Our thoughts are with the folks at J.P. Wygan & Sons. We know they're going through a rough time. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and for subscribing. Biz Talk is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well 
and be safe. Have a profitable week.